This is episode number 178, and today we'll discuss how you can learn to discern the will of God. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. What does God want me to do? Have you ever asked that question? (laughs) Chances are you have. Uh, You know, and God's will can feel like this nebulous thing that's out of reach and unknowable. But often when we're struggling with trying to figure out what does God want us to do, it's often because we've misread the signs he's already given to us. We, we, God has answered us, and we just haven't picked up on it. And so, so what we're going to talk about is how you can start to identify what God's will is in individual situations. Now, here's what we're not going to be talking about, reading God's mind, all right? This is not about becoming a psychic and reading God's mind. This is about knowing what God wants you to do in any given situation, all right? So I want to make that distinction very, very clear. <laughs> but let's go ahead and jump into it. And and where does this come from? What is this? What is what is kind of the root scripture that we're going to be looking at? It's going to be Romans chapter twelve verse two, which says, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect." So in this passage, Paul is saying that when we are transformed, when we come into a relationship with God, that through testing, through experience, through repetition, we can actually start to discern or understand what God's will is. And so that, what is that exactly? Well, think about it like this, the renewing of your mind Another way you could say that is repentance alongside the Holy Spirit, all right? Repentance alongside the Holy Spirit, because before you became a Christian, chances are you were totally oblivious to what it meant to live a life that honors God. That's, you know, what it meant to follow Jesus. You you probably thought that sin wasn't wrong. Sure, like some really, really terrible sins, like killing people, we shouldn't do that. But I mean, it's okay if I look at porn every once in a while, or it's okay if I'm not 100% honest or cheat on my taxes. You know, that's fine. Everybody does that. You know, and so, so we, we didn't even really understand what right and wrong were, what light and darkness is, holiness and unholiness. Now, so, and repentance is a part of that transformation process as a Christian, that when you become a Christian, you shift your thinking from a self-centered life to a God-centered life. And you do that with the help of the Holy Spirit, because one of the Holy Spirit's roles is to convict us of sin and to help us remember the things that we've learned through our study of Scripture. That, that, that is one of the things that the Holy Spirit does in, as a part of our life. And so, you can think of the renewing of your mind as gradually shifting the way that you see the world so you can start to see it through the lens of God's perspective, all right. Does that make sense? Does that does that kind of help crystallize this idea a little bit? So, so knowing God's will is just being able to look at a situation and, and say, you know what? If 
God were here, like physically embodied as a person in Jesus, this is what he would do, or this is what he would say, or this is what he would think, or how he would respond. That's what knowing God's will is. And being able to do that, being able to see a situation and know what God would want you to do requires Bible study. Because often the answer to our question is right in front of us. You know, so for example, does God want you to take that lucrative job, even if you know it'll hurt your relationship with him? Well, the answer is no. God does not want you to take that lucrative job. In Matthew chapter six, he talks specifically about seeking first the kingdom and letting him take care of all your other needs. All right. That is in the Bible. You can take that to the bank and that is an answer to that question. Number two, does God want me to marry this person who isn't a Christian yet? Well, the answer to that one is no, he does not. It is not in God's will for you to marry that person if they're not a Christian. And 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14 talks about not being unequally yoked with unbelievers. Don't put yourself in a situation where you're bound to another person and they're not going in the same direction spiritually that you are. Number three, does God want me to help this person in need? Yes, he does. (laughs) You know, just think about the parable of the Good Samaritan in Luke chapter 10, verse 25, where the, you know, the, the person asks, who is my neighbor? And Jesus says, well, here are these three people and how they responded when they saw someone in need. Which one do you think you should be like? And he said, the Good Samaritan, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus says, go and do likewise. So that is your answer. Does God want you to help this person in need? Yes. And the parable of the Good Samaritan confirms it. All right. So you can kind of see that in our life, we can have situations where we wonder, you know, what does God want me to do? What would be the best decision to make? And often the answer is in the Bible already. So just really be, you know, committed to learning your Bible, studying out your Bible so that you can apply things properly and know the will of God. And if it's still not clear, because sometimes it isn't, sometimes it's like, I could really go either way on this. Then often that's God allowing you to make a decision. (laughs) You know, are you going to live in this house or that house? Well, maybe he can use you in, in both. Like God is totally capable of doing that. And so that is a situation where you get advice, you make sure that you're not doing anything reckless, and then you just, you know, pull the trigger on something. But if it's something really important and you really, really, really want to know uh, what God thinks is best, then what I like to do is ask for guidance in a similar way that Abraham's servant does. So there's this really cool story in Genesis chapter 24 where Abraham has uh, t- given his servant a charge to go and find a wife for his son Isaac. Kind of a big deal you know, because that Isaac was the, the son that was going to, you know, basically be the nation of Israel. And Abraham knew like, all right, it's kind of important for him to be able to procreate and be fruitful and multiply. So he gives, he gives his servant this charge to go and find a wife from his homeland. And this is what the servant says in Genesis 24, verse 12, as he's getting to his destination. He says this, and the servant said, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show steadfast love to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water, and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Let the young woman to whom I shall say, Please let down your jar that I may drink, 
And who shall say, Drink, and I will water your camels? Let her be the one whom you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I shall know that you have shown steadfast love to my master. And the before he even finished speaking, Rebecca comes out and the rest is history. Rebecca goes back to be Isaac's wife. And so what he does, what the servant does is says, look, this is something that I need guidance on. I need you to help me with this. So this is specifically what I'm looking for. You know, answer my prayer in this way. And what that does is it, it helps you kind of hone in on looking for one thing in particular, instead of trying to discern God's will from, you know, every single circumstance, like, oh man, I hit every green light on the way home. That must mean that God wants me to go for it. Eh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but, um, but when you pray something specific, like Abraham's servant does, it gives you uh, something to look for. It gives, it gives you something to focus on. Um, and that can give you the extra little bit of confidence that you need to pull the trigger on a, on a decision and feel really good that it's something that God has made super clear. Knowing the will of God is a powerful thing because once you know it, you have to follow through on it. But when you can start to test and understand what it is that God wants you to do in a particular situation, it will give you more confidence. It will give you more confidence that you know what to do and it will give you more confidence that your life does indeed glorify God, and that you're on the right track. Well, that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. If you'd like to help support the podcast uh, and keep it advertisement free, uh, just go ahead and check out our Patreon page, where for just two bucks a month, you can get extra podcast episodes every week. And if this episode has helped you in some way, please pass it along to one person that you think would benefit from it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.